0: So, morning, folks, again. Morning. <laughs> yes, I know. I was just saying, you know, are you all ready for the chaos of uh, of school? Hi, guys. You right? Um, <laughs> you know, school run and all that, they're getting everybody up and out in time, and then the rest of us fighting the traffic that's going to suddenly increase trying to get to work, uh, except for people like me who can just sleep through it all these days. You know, that's, that's it's great. Ah, great. Don't worry about the kids running around. I like that. (laughs) No, no. Can we have some more circuits and bumps? That's all right. Now, look, I really mean this. this. This is a family church, and if we get noise and people running around, it's only to be expected. If we were at home, it would happen, wouldn't it? You know, we just don't want extremes, so that's fine. Let the kids relax. This is their place as much as ours. In fact, it's more their place because they're the future, and we're frankly, sorry, guys, the past... (laughs) yeah anyway uh, so we're talking about the sermon series which was about living water so I brought up my water bottle it doesn't look terribly lively does it and and the the story this morning was has water but it's not very nice water because this pool of of Bethlehem I always get Bethesda, best side. I always get it the wrong way, way round. <laughs> um, it was, uh, was it Bethesda, that's the one. It was to the north of the temple, uh, by the sheep gate, there's a clue. What this pool, or the series of pools were used for, originally was to clean the animals, to bring them in The temple because they were dusty and dirty and their backsides, well I'm not going to talk about their backsides frankly, Uh, so they didn't want all that in the temple, so they washed them and for some curious reason, uh, which uh, nobody seems to know quite why, there comes to be a superstition, maybe because it was thought this was in somehow holy water for those people who weren't Uh, able to go into the temple through uh, the fact that they were unclean or ill or whatever so they were excluded for the time being and so these this is the closest that maybe these poor people could get to the holiness of the temple and they thought their superstition arose that if you could creep into the pool especially if you were the first in to the first to disturb the waters then you would be healed Wow. Except that there's some of this guy's been there for 30 odd years, it still hasn't happened to him. So obviously the success rate wasn't terribly high. So along comes Jesus and he sees everything that's going on. And he says look, thinks to himself, I think, well, let's just show them how it should be. And so he sees a man, I don't know whether he was chosen at random, but he sees this chap sitting on his mat unable to walk and he says do you want to do you want to be healed oh yes please thinking this chap's going to carry me to the water yes and put me in yes and I'll be healed yes and Jesus says well that's fine okay your sins are forgiven pick up your mat off you go what 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 do you mean I I, I know put me in the water no 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 it's okay come on up you get help helps him up no no my legs don't uh, work oh yes they do Oh, that's fantastic. I said, well, pick up your mat and off you go. This was fine. This was wonderful. This was the compassion of God. But there was a poor man there, but poor confused. Well, he wasn't confused. I actually feel sorry for the, the temple leaders here because they were only doing what they were trained to do, which was to enforce the laws about work on a Sabbath and to carry your mat under your arm and walk any distance was work, you see. So along they come and tell this poor chap who's just been healed off. No, you can't do that. You can't. But I've just been told to by Jesus. Who? Oh, no, not him again. Yeah, you can imagine. Oh, no. You see, Jesus was about compassion. And not about keeping the status quo. That, all about compassion. Compassion above all else. God is always about compassion. That's why God chose the people of Israel in the first place. It was his compassion to them. Why he gave them uh, the Ten Commandments in the first place? Out of compassion, to help them be the children of God. They were the children of God. This temple leader was part of the family of God. And even today, you know, we get folks who are all part of the family of God who look at things in different ways. We just have to be tolerant of that. But there's other stuff going on here apart from uh, there's the the man who is healed he is released jesus says i will release you i will set you free from whatever binds you and he releases this man do you want to say there's stuff that binds you stuff that really ties you up mentally physically jesus says i will set you free might not lose the physical problem you might still find struggles mentally but he says I'm with you I've set you free already because you have already stepped into the kingdom you are now even though you still got all the baggage Just walking on that journey through the door of death to the kingdom to come. Because it's already here. You're already in it. We so often forget and think we have to earn it and work for it. No, it's not how it is. You're already in. Jesus wanted to quench this superstitious stuff about this dirty sheep cleaning water and he was what he actually was doing was moving the focus the temple had been wonderful for the people of god but now he was wants to expand the focus and move the focus because it it was always considered to be the house of god that's where you went to meet god but now you could meet god walking about his name was jesus and he wanted to, he was saying going to say now you can always meet me when the holy spirit comes he will meet you where you are Any time, any place, wherever, here, now, right now. Such freedom, such liberation. What's this got to do with water? Well, if you remember the little story about Jesus and the woman at the well, he said to her, I can give you living water. He says, I am the living water. Jesus is the living water. When we're talking, this whole series is actually about Him. About God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. The living water, not physical water. The physical water is only a sort of analogy, it's not the reality. Jesus says, I am the living water, follow me, keep my way, and you are part of my family. Simple as that. And that's all that's happening here. This man who said, okay, to Jesus, just stepped into the kingdom straight away. You are right there? Give us a dance. This is what I like, you see, this is about freedom. The freedom in Jesus. The freedom to be who you are, wherever you are. And the rest of us adults are sitting here quite, you know, scrunched up. But somehow, don't you wish you could just grab some of those ribbons and nobody's seeing and you can dance around the room, especially when the, the music's playing? Do you ever feel like that? Do you do it quietly in the bathroom or loudly in the bathroom, you know? Or when everybody's out the house, just let yourself go, let the mask slip. This is family of God here. This is where it should happen too. Here's a fine example. <laughs> we are free. We're set free. And like these kids, we should live like we're free. I didn't know what my sermon illustration would be like, but just look at these children. Full of living water. Full of Jesus. The world hasn't really crowded in yet. You know? They are our example this morning. I don't think I'd say any (laughs) more. Amen.